You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. Welcome to Carly's Couch, guys. Thanks for joining us again. Um, Today we are, well... I'm excited about what's happening with politics. It's been very interesting and funny, but also nerve-wracking. But it looks like your boy pulled through, which is good. Uh, Shout out to them. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't think that... I didn't, like, before, like, I guess before this year, I was like, oh, no, Trump is definitely going to get reelected, but, you know. You thought he wasn't? I thought he probably was going to get reelected. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, people were surprised that people voted. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not really surprised about I that. Know. Like, it's been very close the whole time. The Biden team has been very much, like, never felt like they were, you know, had it in the bag at all through this whole thing. So it's been good that so many people did go vote and so many people were adamant about, um, you know, educating people, getting other people to get out, et cetera, and pushing mm-hmm. how important it is. Um, hopefully some other things will change in the future about the processes and in general, you know, how we do things. But at least this may may go the way we hope it should go. Yeah. Which you is- never know, really, honestly. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Ever. But we hope so, and it looks like it's going to. So shout out to that. Yeah. So, um Today, we want to talk about authenticity, being your real self, and how do you know if you're being your real self? So, um, you know, when you're out and about, do you feel like you're the same person, Carly, like in groups with your friends and groups with your work and groups with, you know, at the restaurant with the waiter um, in different places? Do you feel like you're the same person? I do. I do. I feel like at this point in my life, it's the most consistent that it's been across the board. Um, And I notice whenever I feel like I'm in adaptive state, so shout out to Coach A. Like I kind of notice like if if I feel like I'm not being myself or if I feel like I'm acting different, like I'm more able to be more aware about that. But I say for the most part, I'm pretty much the same person. That's good. Um, And so you feel like you know who you are. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. So essentially, that's what we're going to talk about is how, why that's important, how you identify who you are, um, and just some ways to tighten that up. Because when you're really yourself, when you're authentic, when you're not moving around your environment or around other people and other things, it seems like things kind of fit more in place, mostly because you're actually focusing on yourself. So we've talked about it before in the past, like how when people break up or relationships over, all of a sudden it feels like now you're working out or now you're doing the things you're supposed to do. And it's like, why weren't you doing that the whole time? Um, Because at some point you lost yourself and we have a lot of songs about losing yourself in people and you can lose yourself in situations, you know, with the pandemic this year, that's something to have lost yourself in friendships, the way they change, et cetera. Um, And so it's really about how, how you can maintain who you are at your core um, and knowing who that is. So you don't feel like you get lost in the sauce. Do you feel like you know who you are? Um, somewhat, I feel like I still have some work to do on it. Um, I very much can change a little bit based off the situation, but not at my core. Um, but I definitely see ways where I will kind of be a chameleon, um, in a lot of different situations, which is fine because adaptation, adaptation is healthy. Mm -hmm. 
um, and it's good for you to be able to do, but also you got to make sure you're not losing yourself. So I feel like everybody kind of knows somebody uh, who like they're around somebody else and they start acting real different. And it's like, girl, that ain't even how you be acting for real. <laughs> or on social media. Um, yeah, yeah, like, People yeah. know you in real life, bro. Especially like, on social media. <laughs> that's good too. Like we yeah. know you. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I think that's the funniest. I'm like, y'all forget that people actually know you in real life, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then first, um, kind of wanted to start out by by exploring like, why would this even be a topic? Like, okay, like, yeah, I know myself. I feel like people would off top when you ask them, like, yeah, I know myself. Um, but what are reasons to, um, why you wouldn't be yourself? Mm. Like, why is it even a question to say, like, do you know the real you? Um, I think a lot of people care too much about what other people think. And so it's like you kind of show people can tend to show up like how they think other people want them to, to be more approved, to be more liked, to be more accepted. Um, and also I just think a lot of people don't know who they are in general. Mm, yeah, that's good. Why wouldn't you know who you are though? Um, because if you've always like lived your life trying to, you know, be what everybody else wanted you to be, whether it's your mom, a partner or whatever, like you literally haven't ever taken time to figure out what it is that you like about you and what it is that you want for you. And only say that as someone who, you know, used to care a lot about what other people think. And I'm still like learning to let the rest of that go. i only have a few fucks left to give, but you know, working on that. But, um, if you've never really just sat with yourself, uh, you know, I wouldn't even say isolation, but set with yourself like outside of what other people think or what you're expected to be or any of these things. Mm -hmm. So that kind of goes hand in hand with people pleasing. So a lot of people who may have an issue with people pleasing could fall into this category of not really knowing who they are because who they are is defined by what they can do for other people. And because their boundaries are always moving and very fluid and what they care about is moving and fluid and based on other people, then that's kind of where they're basing their identity. Um, so if you're a people pleaser, you know, maybe a question that you have about like, who are you without that? Um, another thing is that a lot of times you want to avoid the realities of our situations. So, you know, you don't necessarily want people to know that you're struggling with something with money or with a relationship or um, it could be any given thing. And so, you know, not that you also need to walk around blasting everything about yourself and all your business, but you may be prone to giving air of something else um, and something that makes you feel more comfortable because you don't really want to show those sides. I think another big one is conditioning. So if you were raised to never show emotion, to never be this way, it's like you don't allow yourself because, you know, like, oh, you can't trust people. You're going to get hurt or can't have emotions because that's weak. Then you haven't really explored who you are because you're like completely cutting off a whole side of you that could be like who you are. Yeah. And that's actually what made me think about this topic today is that I was listening to something about intimacy. And um, essentially she was saying that you can't you can't be intimate if you don't know who you are because it's about like expressing those things, um, and so there's always gonna be this barrier or this gap in your relationships with others and yourself um, if you're not intimate, vulnerable, real, um, and and like really being aligned with yourself. It always kind of feels like you're like going against something if you're not. Um, so how can you tell if you're not being your real self? Ooh, uh, this is a good one. So I think if you 
like start to question yourself or you start to really like overthink in situations like uh, even like let's say it's a text message and I'm like oh should I respond like this oh man it's too many exclamation points oh man I feel like I need to maybe not use this word or use that word and it's like wait why what what is happening right now why are you overthinking just doing regular things because you're thinking about how the other person's gonna take mm-hmm. it what they're gonna think or you know you're thinking too much about for other people or you're being mm-hmm. kind of responsible about how they're gonna accept or take things so that is a good response um, another thing is if you just kind of feel anxiety or fear around um, you know in conversations or doing things in the same way like all this stuff goes together where if you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I should do this or not, like you're you're questioning too much. Um, and if you find yourself questioning yourself or what you want to do or how you're doing something, then it's like you're trying to justify if you should be yourself or if you should do something else. Mm-hmm. Whenever you filter yourself around people or you, because um, we talked a little bit about adapting, but like whenever you filter and you just, aren't showing up as your full self. So noticing like whenever you're acting different or like responding different or thinking through things differently, like with a person or in a situation. Yeah. Or if you're just hiding things from other people too, like I don't like to talk to everybody about everything. So I just will keep it to myself, which I think is fine because again, I can be my real self, but um, you're kind of, again, creating that barrier if you're not being real with other people about certain things or if you're like blatantly like, oh, yeah, that's cool or this is fine or whatever. Um, now you're also like just totally blocking off like your ability to connect to, um, you know, take it to a, another place to like be open, get help or um, comfort or whatever it may be that you may could use in that time. Mm-hmm. And avoiding like being vulnerable with someone or intimacy because it's uncomfortable like that, like keeping yourself in a box where you can't express yourself or you can't share things. And that also like hinders your relationship. Like not only are you not able to be your full self, but any time that you're not like or that you have gates up or that you're not able to, you know, share things that that with someone like who you care about, then that also hinders y'all's relationship. Have you ever been um, in a situation, whether it was a relationship or a job or a project or a position where you did feel like you were constantly kind of checking yourself um, around people? Yeah, for sure. Um, Business school is the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, Like my first year of business school, I was like, I felt like I was constantly like trying to figure out, you know, how to respond, how to show up and do all this stuff. And the second year I was like, fuck it, I'm just me. And here we are. And it was a lot better. Um, But also in relationships, like I would say like anybody that I put on a pedestal or that I like look up to or like that, that person, that special person, you know, I I feel like I care too much um, what they think. And so that will sometimes like lead me to overthink about how I'm responding to things or like keep me in this place where I'm trying to figure out the best way to do things instead of just showing up as myself. Why do you think we do that with people that we like? You know, especially when it comes to building a relationship and you can logically say like, oh yeah, you know, it takes um, authenticity to build a relationship. It takes showing who you really are to actually find somebody who wants to be with you. And yet that tends to be one of the main places where you can get lost. Um, But why do you think that is? I think because we're so invested, like we want them, like we like them, we care about them. We want them to also in turn have feelings for us. And um, I think a lot of times in relationships that can kind of be manipulative, manipulative to only show them what 
you think they want to see instead of like who you are because that's not like the real person it makes me think about um whatever that mrs mazel show is like she would wait till her husband went to sleep and then she would go take off all her makeup put on take off her eyelashes put her hair up and then she would get up right before he got up to make sure she put it all back on instead of just letting him see who she is i think that's a very physical representation of what we do emotionally often but still why because we want them to like us back or because we really care about them. If But don't you want people to like you for who you are? We do. But I think a lot of times, like, either one, you don't know who that is. Or two, you might not think it's enough. Um, or three, like, you've been hurt. Maybe you've been hurt before. And so now you're trying to protect there yourself. You I think it's. I think it comes down to being scared that you're, somebody's going to leave. Scarcity. Um, that they won't be around, etc. But it's just so interesting that when you really break down, like, why? why would you care if somebody left because they don't like who you are like if that's who you are um and so what is it that you're caring about more than yourself like you're really putting yourself on the back burner because you're caring about somebody being there but you're not caring about what you need and what you want and so I think not being your real self and not being authentic and not showing up um as yourself is kind of based in um this idea that you don't show up for yourself or that mm -hmm. you're not putting yourself first and you're not showing up at all for yourself. And so you're kind of letting yourself kind of be whatever somebody else needs you to be. Absolutely. And I think growing up, like being codependent and, and always doing that for other people, it's, it's really hard to put yourself first. And I'm, well, let me not talk about any, anybody else but myself. It, it was really hard for me to learn how to focus on me and white men. And I talk about it a lot. Like, what it looks like to just focus on us and to focus on our needs and our wants and to stop anchoring on other people. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Yeah, and I remember having conversations too uh, with people about how it's so different sometimes between men and women because women tend to be more a little more socialized to care about other people and what they think, et cetera, whereas guys have a tendency, and, and I don't like to generalize, but just overall, like guys really do kind of have a tendency to put themselves first because they're told like to get what they want, get what they need, not necessarily like, oh, don't worry about what they say or what about this or what about that. It's kind of a, a different approach. And I think that's so interesting because, you know, because of that, you're never, or not never, but you're oftentimes never not feeling stuck in a space. And so sometimes it seems like women or people who are socialized to be more people pleasers are more mm -hmm. nurturing can feel stuck in situations because, oh no, but whereas it's like, nah, I don't really like you, so I'm out. Or, you know, like you should be able to move around based off of what's best for you um, because what's best for you is going to reflect on things moving quickly, better, more smoothly, more aligned, et cetera. Um, and it just kind of sucks that it takes life. And I think it takes a while. Um, we all know like older people who like, they just say what they want to say and do what they want to do. <laughs> um, and also I feel like a lot of people who do say what they want to say and do what they want to do, they may be less like loved sometimes by people in general at the same time. I think a lot of people hate on that because they wish they could do that mm -hmm. or they want to do that. Um, and, and I'm not talking about being rude and blunt and all of that necessarily. Like you don't have to be rude to be authentic and keeping it real and being real doesn't equate to being mean or having to be that person who's like devil's advocate all the time or this or that, you know, but um, people look up to that, I think. And I think a lot of people 
aren't that way naturally um, or have been taught not to be that way. Absolutely. And that definitely is something that's admired. And that's why I love old people and little kids. Like they mad honest. They be mm-hmm. rude sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they're so honest. And it's like, when do we lose that? You know, it's like, oh, well, be polite, be polite. We've been so socialized to like make everything palatable for everybody else. And um, I love the saying is like, you know, am I intimidating or are you just intimidated by me? Like, mm-hmm. so thinking of things like that, um, my mom and I were actually talking about it because she told me, um, she called me the other day and she was like, hey, I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, oh, I listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. And she was like, um, you know, I, I really liked it. But and I was like, what? And she was like, mm-hmm. I think um, you you curse on there. And I was like, yeah. The fuck? No, no, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you me. No. <laughs> That's rude as hell. No, I didn't say that. But oh, I was she's not like, listening to this one. <laughs> she is. But um, I was like, yeah, I do. She was like, you know, Carly Ruth, I just feel like, when my mom calls me Carly Ruth. Um, and she's like, I just feel like, you know, with your image and like you teaching kids. And I said, mama, I don't cuss when I teach kids. I don't cuss whenever I'm doing training. Mm-hmm. I was like, but on my podcast? Like, Yes, absolutely. <laughs> She's like, I know, but when you said the F word, I just... And I was like, bro, you curse like a sailor. Like, I love you to death, but like... Oh, that's even the worst. Like, I know. I what are like, you talking about right now? But then, so she was just saying, she was like, well, I don't want people to associate you with that type of language, and I don't want people to judge you based off that. And I was like, I respect... Like you're doing right now? <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, I respect that, and I appreciate your opinion. I was mm-hmm. like, and also... No, like I'm not, if I want to curse on the podcast, I will. I'm not on here cursing up a storm ridiculously, but I curse in real life and that's fine. If I want to curse on the podcast, it is what it is. It doesn't make me any less intelligent. It doesn't make me any less of a woman. It doesn't make me any less of a lady or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Um, but her and I had a nice little talk about that and other people's perceptions. Yeah, that makes me think of, um, I remember like Gary Vee would talk about that before because he would curse a lot in his videos and in, in the things he would do. And somebody asked him about that. He was talking about it or I read him, you know, what he said about it. And he was like, well, you know, if this is who I am and if I'm in a meeting or if we're talking, you know, business or something and you choose not to do business with me because I curse versus the results and, you know, the work that we can do, then he was like, that's cool. Like, we don't need to work together. You know, I'd rather be myself and work with who I want to work with. And you don't have to necessarily sacrifice that. Um, Now, of course... You know, that doesn't mean you're going to walk up into somebody's church or to somebody's grandma and be like, what the fuck's up? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you but you can be respectful around folks until you figure out who they are. But it's so interesting also that half the time, just like you said with your mom, is that we'll go into situations being real, like holding everything back. And that other person's doing the same thing. And it's like, we could just be cussing together. <laughs> um, you know, or people like you might not want to talk about drinking or smoking or, you know, things that you do. And it's like that person doing the same thing. And so a lot of times that's what people will have issues with, with church and with other people because they feel like everybody's trying to act like they're not a thing when it's like we could all just be more honest and have actual combos and actual fellowship around whatever these things are, you know, and talking about them um, and our relationship to them. So it's just such a layer of like phoniness on everything, Um, which again, I don't think you have to run into situations being real extra, but you know, being open to being like really who you are, it, it is a challenge, especially with parents. Like no matter how old you are, like I'm not cussing in front of my parents, period. Like um, I'm just not. But if it happens, I'd be like, all right, y'all. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's just what it is. Um, another thing I thought about while you were talking is that it's also a very cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, Russians are, even when you when you talk to people, you know how you can tell it's different. Like you may be like, dang, that guy was rude. And it's like, nah, they just don't 
have small talk for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. But like Russians, for example, I remember um, reading something about how uh, a guy was like, he was so offended because he's like, man, y'all don't, why don't, why are you so mean or why are you not engaging me? You know, and if you ask somebody like, hey, how does this look? They're gonna be like, oof, yeah, I don't know. Or if you make a joke and it's not funny, they're just gonna look at you like, yeah, that wasn't it. And he realized that in that culture, they're being honest. Like, you know, if we're taking pictures, I'm not doing all this extra smiling like, yo, this is what it is right now. And so it's just very different because they said Americans are more socialized to please other people. And mm-hmm. and we're more socialized. It's not about pleasing per se, but we're more socialized to be likable. That's what mm, it is. Yeah. Um, we want to be likable. We want people to like us. And so we're going to be like, hey, you know, ha ha. Instead of just being like, hey, like, what's up? Keeping it honest and keeping it, you know, what it is. And so it's just very much a cultural thing also. Um, And those are kind of things that have to do with other people and watching what you say and being nervous or scared to be your real self. But also it's a very big thing to keep it real with yourself, you know, to yourself, by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that we can think about times and we can come up with times where we might have kind of had a mask on or, you know, we're trying to, with ourselves, like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm this big boss or I'm this or that. And it's like, mm, like, all right, what's the real situation, you know? Um, so there there are some things where it's like you want to feel like you're this cool person or, oh, I'm going to do this, you know, to my hair or to my makeup because I want to, you know, look like this or that. But, you know, are you really being yourself? So sometimes we can do that with ourselves as well. Um, what are some other examples of, like, ways you're not keeping it real with yourself or things you can be doing or not do. Mm. So trying to keep up with the Joneses. So comparing yourself to other Mm -hmm. people, like um, I think you can lose, like it's good to have, you know, people that you look up to maybe in like a space that you want to be in, or like if you're looking up to like an entrepreneur, like, Oh man, but the more like you try to be like anybody else or even compare yourself or your journey to anybody else, like you're losing you. Like there's only one of you. Unless you have twins and then there's two. And even then, you're still different. And so that's what makes you special. And so figuring out what special things you bring into each of these spaces, whether it's a relationship, a business, all of those things. And I think so often, like, we get caught up in that, you know, comparison trap or feeling like you have to do things a certain way. Just like in business school, the first year they made us wear um, business casual all year. I hate business <laughs> casual it's like my least favorite it is whack too it's all corny it's, fits it's so corny it's, it's corny because it's like let me get dressed up dressed up or Thank let you. me chill i'm gonna be in yoga pants this cash be, is trash yeah or i'm gonna be in a suit suit and it just is what it is and so the next year i just started wearing my yoga pants and they'd be like um you know whenever we have guests i'm like i'm an entrepreneur like i, I can wait right what, what are y'all talking leave about me alone. let me yeah. alone i'm paying y'all to be here yeah i know that's right <laughs> um I would say a big thing with me when I'm not keeping it real with myself is when I'm procrastinating or avoiding things mm-hmm. like like I will delete all them emails from Spectrum. Uh, you know, if I owe money to something or I'm like, I'm going to act like that didn't exist right now until, you know, I can deal with the problem. Um, and I think it's important to keep it real with yourself and really like take in like, all right, what's this issue or what's going on so you can actually deal with it. Um, So if you're practicing a lot of avoidance or procrastination on certain things or reaching out to people or following up or whatever it may be, um, that may be something that you're, you're kind of like avoiding something with yourself and like what's really going on with your current situation. Um, And so I think that's a way that for sure, like sometimes I don't, I'm not being really myself because I'm just acting like, oh, that's not an issue. That's not really happening. And it is. 
I think another one is acting like everything is okay all the time. Um, even on social media, like, you know, you having a terrible day, post this fire ass selfie and like all these happy stories. And I'm not saying like, don't put your business out there, do whatever, but like, be real. Like if someone asks you, how you doing? You don't have to go into your whole life story, but don't always be like, I'm great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Cause sometimes you're not. And that's okay too. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like to be your real self and to be the real you? Mm. I was going to get descriptive. Um, I think to first know what you want. And then go for those things, like know what you want and you need, and then focusing on that. Well, not how do you be the, how do you be yourself? Mm-hmm. What does it look like when you are being yourself? Oh, um, man, like for me to be me or like in general for people to be themselves? Either. I would, I mean, my responses are going to be in general, but that makes yeah. sense too. Um, I think to, it looks like being yourself. You start this way, I think about it. Okay, so for example, what does it look like to be the real you? To be the real you means you're not, yes, yes, yes to everything. You're taking more of a stand. So you you are actually thinking about what you think about a thing and, well, actually this, or uh, I'm not really cool with that. Or if everybody around you is like, you know, Trump 2020, like, uh, nah, not really. Like, or do you go, are you just going with the crowd, being the people pleaser, mm-hmm. et cetera? So you're going to be a little bit more courageous. You're going to take more of a stand for what you believe in. Um, and you're not necessarily moving based off of other people. So like for me, that's an example of, you know, if you're being your real self, it's not being affected by what other people are saying or doing around you. I like that. Another one is you do things that bring you happiness and joy, not just other people. Like you're, you're doing things that actually fulfill you. And that's, like a goal that's something that you keep top of mind. Yeah, because that's the worst when you can feel when you're doing something, and you're like, mm, I don't know if I should be doing this, or I'm, uh, I'm kind of wasting too much time on this thing for this guy or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? Um, another one I would say is that you have clear boundaries, which kind of goes hand in hand with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have clear boundaries, you're okay saying, uh, we could do that next time, or now nah, I'm not going to come over because I know I got to go to the gym tomorrow, or you know, whatever it is, because you're being true to yourself, what you need to do, what makes you feel good, um, where you need to spend your time. You're not putting yourself to the side. And so to have clear boundaries um, is what it feels like to be yourself. Man, that makes me think like we, we talked about dating. If someone like hits you like, hey, what you doing tonight? You had all these plans. You're like, nothing. I'm free. It's like, no, Mm-mm. like you keep your plans. You live your life and people it get in where they fit. It do be so hard. <laughs> it be hard. Because you like, like, damn, I, I do want to chill. This thing. I really do want to see you. You know, I could push yeah. this thing back. It's like, no, fool, finish your stuff. And then, like, work it out. Like, it'll, it'll it work out. It do be hard. It is hard. Um, and then the last one is to make sure that you take time to connect with you, to figure out where you are, how you're feeling, what it is that you need, what it is that you want. Like, just checking in with yourself. Like, I think that's probably one of the most important things. And I think we say it every episode. Yeah. If you're being real with yourself or if you're your real self and you're spending time with yourself um, and not really like avoiding yourself. And that sounds crazy and weird, but I think we do a lot of things to avoid ourselves and avoid mm-hmm. spending time with ourselves and avoid our own thoughts or feelings, et cetera. Um, and so now to kind of wrap all of this up is how do you better connect with yourself and identify the real you? If you're a person who you know, you're like, oh, kind of act a little bit this way at school, this way around my parents, this way with my friends. I'm this on the podcast, but in real life, I'd be struggling or like whatever it is. All right. How do you figure out like which one of those is me? What's me? And and how do I stay there? Mm. Man, 
Um, I think you just said it earlier, like spending a lot of time with yourself. Like you have to spend time with you. That's literally the only person. Like even if you are in bed with somebody else at the end of the night, you're literally going to bed with yourself and waking up with yourself every single day. Tony Robbins um, talks a lot about like, he was like, man, you know, I was having a terrible time. I went to Fiji. He was like, and then I was pissed mm-hmm. because as soon as I got there, I was laying by this beautiful fucking pool. Like, he was so mad. He was like, and then I realized, like, I'm the problem. Like, I can't get away from myself. And so spending time. What? So what was he pissed about? What do you? That he, like, because he was feeling a type of way. So he thought this trip to Fiji was going to make him feel better. Oh, better. I see. Then I he see. got there and realized, like, damn, I'm yeah. the problem. Yeah, you like, still feel some kind of way. <laughs> I That's still real. feel the type of way. It's me. And so I think. The way that you really connect with yourself is by spending time in stillness and reflection and things that bring you joy just for you, doing things for you. Yeah. And shifting the focus on yourself. So again, going back, clarifying what your boundaries are, clarifying what's important to you, um, what your core values are, which I'm kind of skipping a little bit, and knowing what's important to you, right? So if you really understand that, now it's with every decision you're making, am I honoring that? Am I honoring myself? Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you're not, like, you kind of got to be real with yourself about, you know, like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm not right now, um, or I am, but like really put the attention on yourself instead of other people. Yeah. And that's probably one of the hardest things for me to do. Um, cause it was always, you know, me focusing like on my family, on a friend, on a person, like a romantic love interest or, you know, whatever. It's like, not nah, like anchor on yourself. Like that's, that's where everything comes from. So anchor on yourself. Another one is stop copying other people or like, you know, looking for things to emulate, like stop letting that be your guide. Like, what does it look like for you to be you? Yeah. If you didn't have anything else to look like, what would you, or, yeah, what, what would you just be doing? Um, a big thing is to notice and name your feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these things are, are ways to escape your own thoughts or escape your own feelings, even um, copying other people, even, you know, always needing somebody else to be focused on because like, why, what are you scared of facing or, or dealing with or processing? Um, and so a good activity or a good practice is, and I started trying to do this, um, you know, randomly when it comes across my mind, it's just like, uh, how do I feel right now? And like really try to understand it because I, I don't really take time to do that often. Um, but just understanding yourself better by thinking about, hmm, how do I feel? Or if something happens, like, uh, what did that, you know, why did, what did that do for me? Um, and really kind of sitting there and thinking about it, name the emotions, name the feelings, and um, you'll get a better sense of why you're acting a certain way, why you're thinking a certain way, um, and who you really are for you, you to be affected in certain ways. Absolutely. Um, and in that same vein, like stop denying like the good and the bad when you look at your life and when you look at yourself and like what's really happening around you, like taking everything into account and not trying to make it look a certain way or feel a certain way so you can feel good about it or you can feel whatever, just kind of letting things be, like trying to be neutral and aware of everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. And then we talk uh, frequently about taking a pause, whether that's for, you know, analyzing how you think about something before you respond or, or whatever. But I would say that waiting before you talk um, and cutting particular small talk, and this is something that I actually struggle with a lot and I, and I'd be so mad at myself every time I do it, but like I'll be on the phone and then, you know, they might say something and I just say something real quick and I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like, what, what am I even saying that for? Like, like, why did I say that? And it, and not that it's something bad, but it's just like, that was, I don't know, like that's just, I was just saying something to fill space instead mm-hmm. of just like stopping and like really 
what do I really want to say or how do I really feel about that thing or whatever. Um, so taking time to just like chill, let it be awkward if you need to, but letting your words actually hold weight, um, saying what you really want to say, not what makes you feel comfortable real quick um, and not what might make somebody else feel good real quick, um, but like what you actually need slash want to say. Mm-hmm. And looking at yourself from the outside and listening to yourself talk and thinking about yourself and talking to yourself like you're someone that you love or like like your best friend or like somebody that you really, really care about and really connecting with yourself and giving yourself that same love that you give other people so freely and so often. Mm -hmm. And then people often say like, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? But I think that could be anything. And a better question is actually, what would you do if you knew you would fail? Like Mm -hmm. if you knew you were going to fail, what would you still do? And I think that's maybe a better way to think about your purpose or what you care about enough that you care about a process and that you care about the experience. Um, And that can help you understand more about yourself, who you are, what you care about, and making sure you're kind of focusing on like those types of things, like what really means something to you that even if it blew up or didn't work, you're still glad that that's what you went through and did. That's a great question and way better to frame it. That's so interesting. Yeah, I heard that... um, Somewhere, I forgot who said it, but I was like, oh, that does make more sense. Because, like, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? Is like... Everything. Yeah, jump off a cliff. I don't know. <laughs> Be great. That was morbid, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Next episode. Right. Um, but, yeah, so, like, think about all of those things and how you can better connect with yourself. Um, really, I think meditation, mindfulness, slowing down a lot of times, just even in what you're doing and what you're talking about and, and everything to slow down a little bit, even like how I'm doing right now, like to just like slow down, even moving and talking helps you just be more cognizant of what you're saying and why. And I think that to notice how you act in different situations can tell you how you feel about how you want people to think about you or what do you want that person to feel um, and why. And so you're kind of being a little bit more self-aware about that. But think about that this week. Like who is the real you out of, you know, all these personas that you can be and can feel? Who is the real you? What makes you feel uh, or or in what space do you feel the most authentic? And then how can you do more of that? How can you jump into that even more um, to see better results and just the things that you're doing? In those spaces where you feel most authentically you, write down, like, what it is that you're doing. Who are you with? Like, what what does that look like so that you can recreate that? And then I have a challenge for you. um, And just the pause, like Alexia said, but also, like, stop doing things just to do them. Like, question, why why am I doing this? Or why, like, I noticed whenever I took an Instagram break that... I would still pick up my phone and I was like, oh man, I'm trying to distract myself from whatever feeling this is and just go Mm -hmm. look at something else. And I'm like, oh damn, that's a thing. I didn't even realize I was doing it. And it's like starting to question, you know, why we do the things that we do and what we're avoiding. Um, thank you for listening to Carly's Couch as always. Um, I would invite you to definitely check out the last couple episodes as well by Jay. Um, he dropped some super gems on self-talk and, Um, how do you switch that negative impact of what you're saying or how you're acting 
um, to make things a little bit more positive. And so I really want you to go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, give us five stars on our, on iTunes, on wherever Spotify, else. You Google can, Play, yeah. Stitcher, YouTube. Um, leave a review. Leave us comments. We do have a few great comments. Um, they did really like your episode, Jay, since I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> on YouTube, some people left some comments, said it was very insightful. Um, I've been talking about the governor all week. So... Um, definitely leave us questions, comments on the site and on YouTube and where else can you leave anything on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. with Harley's couch. Um, and we look forward to furthering the convo with you all. Yep. And this week I'm going to shout out, uh, Damo shout out Damo. Hey, um, shout cause out to he Damo. has had such a great year. So despite a pandemic, um, it's so cool to me how, you know, you can set your intentions of like, all right, this is what I want to do in the next few months. So this is what I'm doing now, which is last year spent so much time with his networking and being very strategic about the types of projects he wanted to um, be a part of and the people that he needed to talk to and work with. And then even through this year, the type of um, films that he created for his own portfolio and for himself to get also in front of more eyes. Um, And just wanted to shout him out specifically because he's been the DP working with a team that's, uh, sponsored by Budweiser, but they're highlighting small black businesses. So he's been traveling to Seattle, the Bay. Uh, I think he's going to be in Baltimore this week and getting to really travel around and be the cinematographer for these national commercials. Um, one show during the Thursday night football game um, that highlighted a vegan restaurant. I believe that one was in the Bay. Um, but it's really cool to see him doing such big projects now and really, really enjoying the cruise because he's getting to work with more diverse crews um, and really making connections with people who care about the same things. He's getting, even though it's, he's like, oh, even though it's like a Budweiser thing, it's like we're focusing on black businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, And so all of it is so aligned and that feels good. Again, you know, when you can be your real self, you focus on projects that make sense for you. And now you're getting more of that. So what you put your energy into, what you're doing more of now is what you're kind of getting more of, which is why it makes so much sense to be in line with what you really want and who you really are. So I guess that kind of actually ties into the episode as well. Shout out to Damo. Shout out to Damo. (laughs) Um, And look him up to on Instagram or Twitter. um, And he's at Buddy Israel. So B-U-D-D-Y underscore I-S-R-E-A-L. And this week's question of the week is, Carly, what's your approach to seeking advice? Mm. I first check in with myself and see, you know, what it is I need, what it is that I'm looking for, um, and, like, why I'm seeking externally external things. So first I always check internal. And then I think about in my life people who um, – are great sounding boards. So I have like great people in my life that are great sounding boards to talk through things. Um, But also thinking about people who might be experts in things or have a lot more life experience. Like shout out to my uncle. (laughs) He definitely got a call this week. I was like, yo, so uh, I need help with this. And then kind of talking through situations and being open to whatever they they said. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to reach out for advice if I'm feeling stuck. Um, because I'm a super researcher, so I'll Google the hell out of everything and try mm-hmm. to figure things out um, myself. But for some reason, if I'm talking to somebody and it sparks something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to find somebody else. Like recently, I, I've reached out to a couple people specifically about things. I'm like, maybe they would know. Like, you know, it didn't even really hit me to hit them before. But to your point, um, to look for somebody who's an expert and or in a totally different environment or space than you because they can have a different outlook. Mm-hmm. 
um, and tell you how a thing has worked for them or what they have done um, is very helpful. And I'm like, man, I should do that more often because then it's like everything just clicks. Um, so for me, I usually will kind of feel stuck. And then, like you said, I'll look for the experts or the knowledgeable people in my life and around me um, and just hit them up and try to have more conversations. So um, think about who your friends are if you're feeling stuck in any place and who you can reach out to if you do ever need advice. And that's all, folks. Have a great rest <laughs> of the day. And like we'll see tools. you next week. Bye, y'all. Yeah. <laughs>